When the giants tower over my face And I'm frozen by the battles I face There is just one place I go to
Spartanburg, Wagoner, South Carolina. Chicago, Long Beach, Los Angeles, Los Gatos, San Diego, Orange County, San Francisco, and Santa Rosa, California. Baltimore, Capitol Heights, Prince Frederick, Annapolis, Maryland, Nation's Capital, Allentown, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, State College, Pennsylvania, Delray Beach, Gainesville, Hollywood Beach, St. Pete, Lakeland, Fort Lauderdale, Fort Myers, Fort Pierce, Melbourne, Miami, Naples, Ocala, Orlando, Pompano Beach, Sarasota, Tallahassee, and West Palm Beach, Florida. Thank you for joining. Thank you for joining. Also, praise unto God. On December the 7th, Challenges of Faith radio program moved up in ranking the number four out of the 100 top best Christian podcasts to listen to. And it's all because of you. Today's topic, we're talking about, are you in a sincere relationship? Where are you? I want you to really ponder some of the examples I'm going to use. It may only be a few. You don't mind, do you? There was a little boy who was afraid of the dark. Now think about it. It could be you or it could be a little girl or a grown-up. And one night his mom told him to go out to the back porch and bring her the broom. The little boy turned to his mother and said, Mom, I don't want to go out there. It's dark. Now, you know he was being sincere. And you know his mom was being sincere about getting that broom. The mother smiled reassuringly at her son. You don't have to be afraid of the dark, she explained. Jesus is out there. He'll look after you and protect you. The little boy looked at his mom real hard. You know how you little boys are. Are you sure he's out there? Yes, I'm sure. He's everywhere, and he's always ready to help you when you need him. The little boy thought about it for a moment and then went to the back door and cracked it a little. Looking out in the darkness, he called, Jesus, if you're out there, would you please hand me the broom? Now, you know he was being sincere. He was sincere about being afraid, too, in that relationship, not with his mom, but with the Lord. You know it's true. Did you hear about, (laughs) it's not even funny, but it is, the generation Zer will only have a child if her partner pays her $315,000 a year. She said, I'm not built to suffer. (laughs) It's not even funny. She must have forgot how she came into the world. She said, I don't know how women do cooking, cleaning, and working as a mom. I commend that, but it's not going to be me. Jenny Darling declared, she's being sincere. Ohio woman sells her home to fund her three-year luxury cruise 
only to find out that the company canceled her trip at the last moment. Now, you know she paid sincerely, genuinely, and the company sincerely and genuinely canceled her three-year trip. Now, think about that. Sold her home, relationships, and all types of relationships, you know, business. Think about it. So we're talking about being sincere, being vulnerable, being honest. Because, you know, that's important in any type of relationship. You know it's true. It doesn't make a difference what your relationship happened to be. Think about the last time we talked about even with a doctor and an attorney, a judge, your friend, your so-called friend, that employer. You name the person, you know, after seeing the risen Savior, Jesus Christ, everybody rejoiced except Thomas. He was recorded as the sole disciple who said, I will not believe. Can you imagine being the only one of your friends who was unsure? Because you got to think about Thomas probably felt alone in his doubts, you know, like that little boy who was supposed to get that broom. But Thomas may have sensed pressure to be excited and could have assumed he was disappointing his fellow disciples. He might even have felt embarrassed when Jesus singled him out to touch his wounds. But you can see over in John, chapter 20, verse 19 through 29. I know you're going to read it. But a lot of times what we overlook, however, is Thomas's willingness to be vulnerable. You know, men ain't supposed to say that word. Sincere, genuine, because it was possible that he wasn't proud of feeling doubtful. But instead of pretending, you know what he did? He presented his true self to his friends and the Savior. And for that, Thomas was ultimately rewarded because Jesus met his insecurity with assurance. And the question that you and I have to ask and answer in any type of relationship that we have, remember what that Generation Z said? She was being sincere. But how do you respond in whatever relationship you have? Respond with sincerity, genuineness, vulnerable, or are you just pretending? Because Thomas was honest. He was positioned for Jesus to extend grace, you know, love and mercy. And the same principles that work in our own relationships. We don't have to hide that messy or challenging part of ourselves. Because vulnerability invites grace in. And that's when friendships and relationships of all types grow. Think about it. Is there someone with whom you can truly be vulnerable? sincere, or genuine with? And the question you got to ask and answer is, what do you need in order to take that first step? And most importantly, if you're going to be honest with whomever comes to your heart and mind about whatever it is that concerns you about them or how they affect you, just remember being open and honest. It's going to build trust and intimacy, and it's going to strengthen your relationship. You know, compromising, that's what it's 
is all about, depending on what you're compromising about. Because you can remember one can be honest and not sincere. You know, that's going to require some sacrifice vulnerability. And that means giving up something that <laughs> ultimately your partners will end up being able to trust you. Remember, we're talking about any and every type of relationship. Because you really got to think about it. Remember like that little boy and his mom? Couples who trust each other experience more fulfilling relationships. And when you display the trust in a relationship, you know it's going to deepen your connection to that person that's coming to your heart and mind. But how about you? It's going to make you a better person, a better friend if you have not been. So ask yourself, you don't mind, do you? You're asking everybody else. Ask yourself, are you communicating, being trustworthy, intimate, honest, committed, transparent, a listener, forgiver, sensitive, and showing sincere love? Where are you? Well, how about being sincere as a believer? Yeah, I went there. Because those of you who have truly committed your lives to Jesus Christ, you understand fully what Christ has done for you. You do, don't you? Because you accepted his work of redeeming, and then you submitted yourself in complete trust. And you got to remember that word Christian actually means a partisan for Christ. You know, everybody's running around the globe now being a partisan for somebody. Look at our political culture. The word partisan is a word that's... (laughs) Everybody understands because it means to take sides. But it means we're committed to something or someone. Partisans are not neutral. So this is a powerful way to describe who and what a Christian is. We are on God's side. Because there are a lot of people who have a wrong deal, you know, thought process about what makes up a Christian, you know, a follower of Jesus Christ, not of you, not of your pastor or the pew member, because a Christian is a person who prays. That's what some people say. Some people say that a Christian lives by the golden rule. But you got to remember, in accordance with the word, praying or living by the golden rule or being sincere doesn't make one a Christian. Think about it. Belonging to Christ is serious. It means to obey the gospel. And then accept Christ as personal Savior. It means to deny society pleasures and to seek and please God in everything. It really means to follow Jesus faithfully and joyfully. Where's that joy at? And when believers, you know, Christians fall down, and we do, we confess our sin to the Lord. You're going to a place of worship, and you're going down the, the aisle, and you're telling everybody your business, and you didn't tell the Lord. So when we confess our sin to the Lord and ask him to forgive us and strengthen us, you know he's going to do it. But you got it going on, and you forgot all about the Apostle Paul in Romans 7. Remember what he said? You got to read it for you. But do you notice that he got victory in Romans chapter 8, verse 1? He got up. And so when you think about the life in Christ, you know, the Christian life, you got to remember it's to be lived on the highest plane by the power of Christ. 
because you and I have to continually be growing and moving forward. Are you standing still? Are you going backwards? Because the bottom line, we should be growing closer to God daily, especially as we strive to live as a shining light in a godless society and stand up for that which is right, just, and honorable. And so the question you got to ask and answer, especially as you look at the word over in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, if anyone is in Christ, do you notice the word if? He is a new creation, you know, generic, talking about you too, ladies. The way, behold, all things have become new. Did you notice that? You sure? All right. Well, it's upcoming Saturday, another episode. Sunday morning, discussion is going to be about peace, P-A-C-E. And upcoming on Christmas Eve, gospel artist Kelly Garner releases a powerful new album, 6 p.m., 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 80-plus platforms you'll be able to hear on. New Year's Eve, Pamela Cohn, author and CEO of Curated Spaces, LLC. Speaking of Pamela Cohn, I've been invited to appear on her on the debut show of Sunday Mornings with Pamela Cohn, Wednesday, January the 10th at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. As we close out this segment, God never sends you into a situation alone. He goes before you, stands beside you, and walks behind you. So walk in victory. You know you should be. And finally, over in Mark chapter 13, verse 6, For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Are you paying attention to all those individuals that may fit that description? We're talking about sincerity today. You know we are. Brought your burdens, brought your pain, but I have a message for you today, that when you leave here, Look at you, there's been no 
change in your condition.